Hello and welcome to a new episode of Korea Startup Podcast. Today we are joined by Jeonju Shim, the CEO of Ujura, a startup that is dedicated to the early detection of pet diseases. As Shim says, pets cannot speak, and by the time owners, or as Shim prefers to call them, guidances, realize something is wrong with their companions, it's sometimes too late. Ujura has developed a device called Cadmos, which you attach to your cat necklace and through AI technology, it identifies behavioral patterns that may indicate possible health issues. In this episode, we will understand the technology behind Cadmos, its potential applications and its challenges. Finally, Shim will also share how he plans to make Ujura a global leader in the pet insurance industry. If you're interested in the AI technology and pet industry in the world and particularly in South Korea, this is an episode you don't want to miss. Thanks again for listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome one day more to a new episode of Korea Startup Podcast. Today, we are with Lyra. Hello. And we Jongju. Hello. Hi, Jongju. good to see you. I'm, yes, my name is actually Yongju, but you can just call me Shim. That Shim. is my surname. It's much easier for you yeah, guys. Yeah, much, much easier. Perfect. Okay, Shim. <laughs> Shim. So we are here in the offices of WeWork. This is amazing. It's snowing right now. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. Thanks, you, Shim, for letting us enter here. <laughs> uh, let's, let's start introducing you a little bit because we know that you have an amazing career behind you. So, yeah. Let's start a little bit. What did you study? Okay, it's quite complicated uh, to, to explain because I have uh, I've done three PhD programs so far, and one master, and my bachelor course is totally different to what I'm studying currently. So let's start from my bachelor. Let's mm. so in case of bachelor's uh, course, I did Portuguese literature, mm-hmm. Portuguese language. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was my major. When? Portuguese. How old were you? So I was 18 years old. Mm. And I, I started my the bachelor course from university in Korea. Mm-hmm. And my first major was Portuguese. So thanks to this Portuguese major, I can speak Spanish and Portuguese. Mm-hmm. 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 And then I continued my study into the regional study, the Brazilian study, Brazilian and Latin American study. And I got Master of Art in Economics mm-hmm. from this course that was done in Seoul National University, located in Seoul, sure. And then I moved to the first PhD program. My major was Latin American study also, and I didn't finish it fully. I just finished the coursework and I got a full scholarship from Brazilian government and Korean government and moved to Brazilian University named uh, Fundação Getulio Vargas. Mm-hmm. Usually we call it FJV. And where does this uh, like passion for Latin culture comes from? From Latin America? Uh, actually, till high school, I didn't have any idea about uh, the, the Brazil and Latin America. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I entered into the department of the Portuguese. Uh, the reason why I say unfortunately, you're supposed to understand about the uh, Korean the university entrance exam system. And that is quite complicated, but that is not the theme of today. So I'm not going to explain that much. But anyway, I got quite a good score from the kind of some the university entrance exam, but uh, the choice was quite wrong. So I entered into some quite strange department that is Portuguese literature. But anyway, after I entered into that university, I fall in love with the Brazil. Uh-huh. Not Brazilian lady. <laughs> Brazilian <laughs> culture. So yeah, yeah. Both. yeah. Maybe both, no? <laughs> Not that time. <laughs> but anyway, after then, I just uh, made my mind to continue my study in, in Brazilian and Latin American study in the field of economics. Mm-hmm. So I did my the master of art and I continued to PhD. 
but I didn't love to finish my PhD in Seoul since there were some critics that if you finish your PhD about Latin America and Brazil in Korea, what does it mean by that? Do you, do you really understand Brazil and Latin America through the studying only in Korea? That is nonsense. And this is something that you were thinking or someone told you? Yeah, there were so many professors who, who criticized me. Wow. So and they told us that even though you are quite a good scholar, I'm not going to give you a position because you are Korean, Korean, Korean. And then I said, okay, fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry for bad words, but anyway. It's allowed. It's yes, allowed. I got a full scholarship from two, two, two countries, mm -hmm. my, my own country and Brazil, and moved to Brazil. And I got my first PhD degree in uh, strategic management. Mm -hmm. uh, Amazing. That, is around, that was around yeah, seven or eight years ago. And I came back here. And then three years ago around, I entered into to third my PhD program that is veterinary medicine. Wow, so, super surprising how you studied so many different fields. Uh, usually I say that I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm supposed to study all that. that. That's my answer. Really, yeah, yeah. The, usually the good PhD candidate, good PhD student, they, they, after they finish their PhD, they enter into postdoctoral degree mm -hmm. and they think more. Yeah, yeah. If they focus more. But in my case, I, I couldn't satisfy with one major. And I had kind of spreaded mm -hmm. the, the range of interest. Yeah. So but I, just... I think nowadays we need more generalist profiles than, uh, that people who only know one thing. <laughs> so I think your profile is actually really valuable in these times. Uh, if you think in that way, thank you for your words. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, after studying, 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 what I realized, what usually people realize is that we don't know anything. Uh -huh. Yeah, that is very true. Maybe mm -hmm. you're going to be in that kind of situation also. So no. We don't study, so <laughs> maybe we don't have that problem. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's my, my academic career. Mm -hmm. And besides this one, I worked for some commercial bank when I was quite young, uh, 25, something, 26 years old, after I finished my military service as a returnant. I was platinum leader for almost three years in Korean army and I resigned and I entered into commercial bank and then I moved to Exim Bank, Korea Insu uh, Export Insurance Corporation. That is kind of some US Exim Bank, Export Import Bank. Uh -huh. But which type of insurance is it? Yeah, I was in charge of underwriting and, and evaluate, I mean, credit evaluation, something okay. like that uh -huh. for totally around five years. That, that is what I done. Besides this one, I was also working, I mean, I've been working as a parrot and cat breeder for around 25 or 30 years. Wow. And was it more like a hobby or like... A hobby and also, I mean, part-time job. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And I have around two or three books on parrot breeding mm. and parrot psychology, something like that. Oh. And that's what I'm... Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. It's, it's a basic part of my, I mean, I mean, simplified version of my... <laughs> yeah, I think nice. later that the audience will understand uh, because we're going to talk about your company, Ujura, now in a few minutes. But I want to ask you first, where does this passion and like love for animals come from? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> to explain about that part, I'm supposed to go back to, to around 40-something years ago when I was someone like three, four, five years old. Mm -hmm. I'm from the Gangwon province, that is eastern part of Korea. That is really rural part, the main business agriculture. And my father was yes farmer, and my ancestors was yeah they are uh, they are uh, they were basically farmer farmer farmer, uh -huh. but not usual farmer. I do not say how to explain, but the farmer who 
some fire on the field and the mountain, and they acquire some some uncultivated field, and they start farming mm. somewhere like that. It's quite a primitive way. Mm -hmm. And my family is really poor, mm -hmm. and my father was farmer and poor. And thanks to that kind of background, family background, I was someone like, uh, yeah, the 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 Indianas. Hmm. Indios, yeah. in 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 selvas, the yeah. the bushi, yeah. So during my early stage, I mean the younghood, I enjoy the nature, mother nature, much better I and mean, much bigger than any other Korean people hmm. at that era. And this became a kind of some root cultural root in my whole life. And thanks to that experience, I began to have interest and passion about the nature. Mm -hmm. And then I just continued my study and work in the field of animal-related ones. Yeah, that's my story. That's amazing. And how did you manage to go from this poor like environment to actually be able to study in one of the best universities and then reach so, so much level in your life without many resources? What do you think is the key of it? Is your hard work? Is like your family sacrifice a lot for you, or is it a combination of both? Okay, that is quite a complicated part. My my family was poor, and besides this, my mother was sick. Mm. She had cancer, and we call it Cushing syndrome. That's quite a rare syndrome, uh, disturbing all the hormone system, and she had been in in hospital for twenty something years. Oh, wow. uh -huh. Without any, uh, without assistance, she could she couldn't do anything. So I was supposed to support her, but at the same time, she always provided me, show me some endless love, and she always believed in me, even though I was not that much a good student at that time, and I was not that much, a, I mean, right boy. But she always told that, Shim, my name is Yongju, yeah, Yongju, oh, do it as me, me soul. Someone like that. Uh -huh. You can do that. You are a good boy. And yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm crying a little bit. Okay. And that kind of. Uh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Mother's I mean, support, emotional support, and psychological support always pushed me till the end. I mean, the, the edge of study and life. And also, besides this one, I have some, some quite a big. At that time, I didn't know that, but if I remember that time, I have quite a big and diversified, huge amount of interest, uh, I mean, curiosity about intelligence, mm -hmm. and especially books and letters. So I just read, read, and read. And I, I still remember that when I was around 10 something years old, I, each day I read around 7 to even 13 books per day. Oh. Wow. Oh my god. So, so for reading around two hundred something or three hundred something page, I take around one and a half hour and two uh, two hour, maximum three hour in case of at that time the, the quite advanced uh, contents. So I just read and read and read. Wow. And and that brought me till deeper and further the field of knowledge, the world of knowledge. You know, I was so happy for for enjoying whole that kind of the the world that I could, that time we didn't have any the internet for for mm. reaching whole world. The only way was reading. And the reading brought me till, till end of all the world and even over the beyond the universe. 
So I was so happy that that's the that's what I was. Mm. Not anymore that much, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's such an yeah. inspirational story. I think many people could relate to you, and this could really help them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so coming back a little bit to your nowadays things, you are working on Ujura Company, right? Yes, I am. Okay, so mm-hmm. introduce us Ujura Company. Okay, Ujura Company is a four-year-old startup. We develop technology that interpret and analyze the mindset of animals. <laughs> Especially at this moment, we are focusing on uh, the pet, cat and dog, principally. And we there are so many ways can communicate with the cat and dog and interpret their idea, I mean, their mind and feeling, even pain. In our case, uh, my third major, my final major, I hopefully, is uh, astrology. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So behavior science. So astrologists usually observe the behavior of objective, I mean animal. Mm-hmm. And we take note what kind of behavior that animal did for each time, each minute, mm-hmm. each hour. And we analyze it statistically. Through such a data, we can say that maybe this dog has some depression. Maybe this dog has some problem in bowel digestive system, somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Ujura company is digitalizing this kind of astrologist uh, study protocol into as uh, based on AI. Mm-hmm. And when did you have, the, was it Jude who had the idea of starting this company or was it like a combination with your co-founder or when does it start? E- yes, so basically I was someone like an animal Lover. Addicted animal lover, mm-hmm. and I also have some my yeah <laughs> co-founder who is working no. over there. Mm-hmm. So we had long conversation around half year, and I brought some some ideas about business again and again and again. At the time, I finished already my second PhD, and I was looking for some some way of living. Mm-hmm. And everything was rejected by him, rejected by him continuously and repeatedly. And one day I brought this kind of idea as an astrologist. How about this kind of idea? Pa, 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 pa. We check the behavior, we analyze the behavior, and we can say that whether he is a de- he has some pain or not, or mm-hmm. whether he's gonna have some with a certain probability he's gonna have some certain disease in three years, something like that. This might be possible since the AI has developed a lot. And she said, "Yeah, it's wonderful because he had a similar project." around three or four years ago mm-hmm. in another company, but that was finally failed. Mm-hmm. But still he has some, some dream. And that project was adopted to baby, human baby. But in case of human baby, I don't know that the regulation is quite strict. Uh-huh. So why not applying same idea to pets? pets? And all at the time, the AI and IoT was advanced in quite a high level compared to five or ten years ago. So that was quite feasible. Yeah. That was starting point. Yeah. Especially now that pets are considered like family. Exactly. Such a big market. And why do you think your, your co-founder was, was rejecting all those ideas? Is it because he's too rational and too realistic or he just mm-hmm. didn't feel like doing them? Oh, yes. Because the ideas I brought was not a kind of some, some business business, but that was like a small shop mm. business. Yeah. Oh, you understand. Yeah, For example, the idea I brought was let's bring some sheep, <laughs> the meat sheep, uh-huh. from Australia to Korea. Uh-huh. And we import around 1,000 ton 
toneladas, tons of uh, lamb meat from Australia. But we don't have our own the shrimp, I mean, lamb meat production. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And our government usually pay attention, put large amount into agricultural part. And in case of lamb, they do not harm that much the environment. Usually they just eat any grass. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the production is, uh, production is quite easy by my understanding. So I thought that there is a market. But in case of designer, that was yeah, totally rejected by my co-founder. <laughs> <laughs> Someone like that. Yeah, yeah. That was a long story of the ideas related to. Did you have any other story, like any other idea, fun that you thought it was crazy but could work? And now you regret not doing it, maybe? I uh, sort of five years ago, four or five years. I cannot remember I can't remember exactly what kind of idea I had, but I believe that most of the idea was too small. Yeah. Or unfeasible. Infeasible. And I think that's one of the main problems uh, that entrepreneurs that want to focus on animals have. Mm-hmm. That is really difficult to monetize it sometimes. Because you want to help animals but who pays? Yes. And it's like a struggle that I have I have had uh, during my last year. I was really thinking like what can I do? What can I do? I really want to help animals but I couldn't come with something that really brings money because it has to be sustainable and it has to be, yeah. you need money to make it bigger. So yeah, it's, it's such a big problem. So that's why I'm also really passionate about this this company that you are creating because it's helping animals, but at the same time, it has really good monetizing way and scalability. And then your team's supposed to be our delegate in Spain and whole okay. Europe. I'm for sure. Yeah. I will I will love. Yeah, that would okay. be wonderful. <laughs> Let's meet my co-founder. <laughs> it was like no. Okay, so how do you train this AI? Because I feel that AI is more related to I don't know, writing, like improving these type of things are easy to train. They just go to the internet and they get information on information. Yeah. Uh-huh. But with pets, how do you do it? Okay, in our case, so basically we face I mean or the, the, the first uh, how are we supposed to do is I mean behavior recognition. So when certain animal has coughing, vomiting, pooping, urinating, sleeping, etc., uh, supposed to recognize it. What kind of behavior he did it? There's two ways to recognize the animal's behavior. One is camera, the video system. Ah, it has a camera. Yeah, uh-huh. hmm. we don't use it at this time. Okay. The second one is nine axis accelerometer. Hmm. Uh-huh. The reason why we reject is the camera, the video system for our project is because to catch whole behavior living of the animal which is living in around 100 square meter we need maybe 10 or 20 or even 30 cameras yeah because they usually hide and usually enter into small hole or under the table so when the cat or dog is not that much big around 3 kg or 5 kg it's not easy to detect his behavior properly. And there's also a problem of privacy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. We, around two or three years ago, the, the video interference system facilitated in, in, in located in apartment gateway and blah, blah, blah. That was hacked by Chinese hackers. Oh. And the ladies was, <laughs> yeah, they didn't hear anything. And that was, Videographed by the the the, the, the system and spread this internationally, wow. and who gonna accept twenty or even thirty cameras in their room? Yeah, no way. No. Uh-huh. With only there is some company who is doing this kind of thing. They pretend to do this kind of thing with one camera that is located in the feeder. Oh. 
the food feeder. Uh-huh. But that is impossible. He only can check the feeding behavior. Yeah. He's feeding well, that's all. So what we choose is putting the 9-axis accelerometer into wearable device mm. that is located in the necklace, neck color of cats and dogs. Mm. And when there's some, some certain behavior, that behavior is supposed to be related with some pain signal or disease signal. Mm-hmm. For example, coughing, vomiting, yeah. uh, even sleeping. If he sleeps properly, yeah, it means that he doesn't have any problem. But if the sleeping has some interval, and during the sleeping, he always changes his position in meaning that he's not sleeping actually. And maybe he has some pain in joint and, mm-hmm. or in bowl. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so when there's some movement relates to certain behavior. So it detects uh, movements. Yes, exactly. Movement. Behavior. Okay. Uh-huh. This kind, like any. Mm, in case of cat and dog, in case of cat, the ethologist usually we say the cat has around 30 something unit behavior, esogram. In case of dog, it has around 40-something esogram, unit behavior. Uh-huh. With our device, we can check both of them around 10 behaviors. Uh-huh. The, the most important, I guess, no? Yes, the most important and the behavior we can check, detect, uh-huh. recognize through our system, especially the accelerometer. And also that is related to pain and disease. So how does it work? Yeah, when there's some behavior, the 9-axis accelerometer also moves. And it provides electronic signal, like the graph. Mm. Mm-hmm. We cut that one and use this kind of some data as a learning material into mm. our AI engine. And after we're feeding that engine with each amount of each behavior, yes. and then he can categorize, okay, he just coughed, he just urinated, he just slept, mm. something like that. So this is part one. And part two is analyzing this whole behavior matrix. So based on the time series data, for example, certain cat, the cat's name is, for example, uh, Maria. The cat Maria, he is around three years old. And usually he had this kind of behavior matrix. For example, he slept 15 hours. He ate uh, for 10 times. He urinated. I'm sorry, she. She urinated five times. She pooped two times. He learned around in this speed, this distance, something like that. But suddenly she stopped urinating. Or urinating decreased. And she does not take any more water. What does it mean by that? Usually her urinating system is blocked. That is usually quite an urgent case. Supposed to go to? Veterinary. Yes, ASAP. But people do not have any idea how many times cat and dog urinate. Yeah. How many they drink. We don't have much idea. And then usually we lose proper time to visit veterinary med- I mean doctor. Mm-hmm. And even doctors doesn't have much idea. People taking some photos or examination. Since history taking is impossible. People just brought their dog and cat because it seems like an unnormal, abnormal. But besides being abnormal, people do not have much idea, detailed information, statistics about cat and dog. Without such a data set, what veterinary doctor can do? They're supposed to do everything and take more time. Mm-hmm. So we are innovating this kind of veterinary diagnosis and treatment and whole process of veterinary medicine based on behavior study. Mm-hmm. That's what we are doing. 
Yeah, I feel that like the problem you're solving is so real, like so real. I have three pets, two dogs and one cat. And it's true that maybe one day we start like looking at him and maybe he's feeling some weird, maybe he's not doing too much exercise. And then we go to the veterinary and they say, yeah, for like three weeks, this dog has been suffering so much of this <clears throat> and we had no idea. So yeah. it's such a real problem. And how many cats have you been using, not, not using, but like uh, experimenting yeah, yeah. with? Okay. To gather this data. And also, I believe that it depends on the age of the cat, the mm -hmm. condition of the cat. Yes, exactly. It, it depends. Not, do you have any categories? Like, we have old cats, we have young cats, in which you, like, divide, or how do you do it? Yes. Okay, before we talk about that part, mm -hmm. we say that we are not... We provide data. We support veterinary doctor to judging mm. for, for making some diagnosis. But we do not make our own diagnosis. Okay. Because entering into diagnosis sector needs huge amount of money, uh -huh. and we're supposed to be I more more accurate certificates. No? Yes, exactly. So that is none of our business. We don't we don't mind about that. But we but we try to we say that we are not inventing kind of some diagnosis kit, mm -hmm. but we are inventing microscope. Before we had a microscope that was, I mean, invented by the Reben Hook, the Dutch guy, we couldn't say, we couldn't see that the microbiome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's so many small animals and plants that we can see, but they were exactly due to that. The food go bad, the people go bad. I mean, eat something like that. But after the Reben Hook invented the microscope, we could see the existence of such a small lives. So what we are saying is that, uh, what we are doing is that there's some behavior. That behavior is related to, related to psychological or physical health of cat and dog. But we cannot see it. Maybe we can see it, but we cannot analyze it. So we are making microscope and also we are making calculator. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's what we are doing, basically. You, you don't do the diagnosis, but you do advise the owner that something yes, is exactly. Yes, exactly. No? Yeah, so so we uh, just have owner. Uh, in our case, I mean, in Korean, we don't, I, I don't like to call them owner because we don't own them. We accompany them. You're yeah, right. Uh -huh. So I just, I, I'm sorry, but I prefer to say uh, guidance. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I, anyway, let's call it just <laughs> owner. So we just make open the eyes of owner and veterinary doctors. So let them uh, start the treatment as early as possible and as efficient as possible. That's what we are doing based mm -hmm. on the behavior study. Maybe we didn't explain uh, how the owners, the, sorry. The, oh, no, okay, yeah, no, don't, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. That is usual term. Yeah. yeah, how do they see this data? The, ah, okay, you know? we have app. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So based on that, uh, we provide the whole data, how he, I mean, how the animal, has changed his behavior based on his the old data, I mean, time series data. So he was like that around one day ago, two days ago, one year ago, 10 years ago. But now he's moving like this. And what does it mean by that? Usually this mean, means degenerative joint disease is... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or this means he has some digestive tract problem, inflammation. Or we also compare this data with cohort group. Kotoro means other animal who share similar characteristics, like the same breed, mm. similar aging, same sex, with a neuter, the alter, something like that. And for example, certain dog 
슈나우죠. For example, he he is pretty okay in case of his time series data since he is quietly young already. I mean, still around just one years old. But he, in case of other one year old Shunaiju, usually they have a different type, a different pattern of behavior. They learn more, for example. Mm -hmm. And they, they have more biting behavior. In case of this Shunaiju, not. Maybe there's some, some significance we don't understand exactly. But anyway, if we can compare the data, I mean, the, the patterns, the metrics of behavior in time series of his own data or other group who share same or similar characteristics, we can find out new disease and new situation, how the, the animal is mm -hmm. that we, the current uh, contemporary veterinary medicine doesn't know it. But we can open kind of some box of Pandora mm -hmm. of animal mind. Yeah. Especially in case of the veterinary medicine, veterinary doctors, yeah, they are good guys, but they don't have much idea about psychological problem. Yeah. But they have some depression. That's also something that I wanted to ask you because I think it's much easier to identify behaviors that are physical, like mm -hmm. movement or like they have maybe they eat something or whatever. Yeah. But what about mental illnesses? How do you do that? Yes, uh, that is a really long story, and still we are we are uh, yeah working hard. But at this moment, we don't have any almost no way to detect or diagnose the mental problem besides aggression towards other animal and owners and human beings. For example, let me say, I believe that around eighty or ninety percent of um. Asian country owned cat has mental problem, mainly depression. Because that is the, the, the way of layering cat in Asian country is usually different from Western country. How different Korean, Chinese, and Viet, I mean, uh, Japanese, usually we keep our cat only indoor. 100% indoor. 99 or 95% of the cat population do not have any access to outdoor Spring. life oh that's horrible yeah and yeah you just say that told how about the quality of life horrible because they can they don't have any entertainment and it's in their nature yes exactly nature provides the best entertainment to whole lives yeah. but like, they don't have i have a really example like clear example my cat during the during the winter, mm -hmm. we don't open too much the windows because it's too mm -hmm. cold. But during the summer, yes. And you can feel how happy yes. he is during the summer. Like he's so happy. He's all day outside. He goes to visit his neighbors. Yes. <laughs> goes back super dirty. But you can see that he's a yes, good And in other moments, he's just like laying on the on the sofa. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can feel it. I can yes, exactly. And then what is different? I mean, how we can we can detect? I'm not going to say the diagnosis, but I'm going to say the detect. The behavior difference. The depressed animals, where the cat is, though, usually they start, they have more licking. Licking. Yeah. Since they don't have anything to do, yeah. mm. they just lick it. And they just sleep. Yeah. And also, uh, there is, like, one thing that usually you put for the cats that they can, like, do Stretching. like this. And my mother, when my mother leaves, 
Uh, she leaves my brothers to take care of the cat mm -hmm. for one week. Mm -hmm. When she arrives, she sees that that thing is so broken yes, because exactly. the cat has been so like exactly. inside yes, that he has yeah. been doing this all the whole day because yes, exactly. no one was paying attention to him. Yes, we call it kind of some call it as a typical behavior. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So based on such a existence of such a behavior, we can say that he has maybe depression or semi depression. But so far. We don't know how many times, how much he scratch, how much he lick, how long he sleep. We don't have any data. Without data, veterinary doctor, even though he is one of the best veterinary doctor, he cannot say that. But we provide data of behavior. And now doctors can say that, yes, he might have some depression. Let's provide, for example, some project. After putting some project, maybe such a behavior going to decrease. After we, we provide some access to outdoor life, such a behavior going to go. Yeah. So our solution, our technology is for showing the mind and pain of animal. We are not curing. We are not diagnosed. But we show, we live in the secret of their idea, I mean, their mind and their pain in quantitative way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I believe that this connection with the veterinaries will be evolving with the time for sure. But at the beginning, how is the process? Like, I'm, I'm the, I always forget, how did you call? Owners? No. Owners? No. Guidance. Ah, the, the guidance. Ah, yeah, owners, the, okay. okay. Never mind. Yeah, I, I will yeah. say owners because Never my mind. Okay, so the owners go to the veterinary and they show them this? Or yes, is exactly. it connected to the veterinary? Connected to each other, yeah. So mm -hmm. when there's some alarm, when there's some problem, it will really have this kind of changing. It's percute or acute or chronic, whatever. And this kind of behavior is connected with this is kind of some diagnosis previously, and we provide whole data to owner and veterinary doctors. That's what we uh -huh. I was wondering if this technology could be also applied for animals that are not like pets, like home pets. Like, is it something that can be applied for cows, sheep, exactly. horses? Yeah, exactly. Because this is like. I mean, it still is difficult to know what your cat or dog is suffering from, but like, yes. especially like, I think it's even more difficult to analyze uh, an animal that doesn't live with you, yes. like is more wild and has like more freedom. Yes, exactly. That is really, I mean, important point. Mm -hmm. uh, behavior analysis can be applied to whole animal, every animal. Even us. Yes, even human being, mm -hmm. human animal. Mm -hmm. Especially in case of the, I mean, babies who can't speak yet, or any elder people who have some Alzheimer disease, or any people who has some 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 problem in in developmental staging, mm. this technology can be, yes, adapted. Especially in our case, our next step is providing this kind of pro I mean, technology to, uh, I mean, rancher uh, the 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 cow farm uh -huh. yeah that is our our second goal so especially in case of cow the problem is that 30 or 50 100 years ago usually one farmer one one household keep small number of cows five ten or twenty something yeah. so yeah. when the cow has some problem or when the cow is in heat uh -huh, ready to breed they can easily say that and can screen and can isolate to provide some whatever treatment and um, mm. observe properly, someone like that. But now, one 
car railing business sold, I mean, Lancer has around 10,000. Oh, one, I mean, yeah, yeah even, even, even bigger number. Yeah. And they don't know what is happening, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And uh -huh. uh, another application that comes to my mind, of course, this is not that sustainable in terms of business and it should be much more accessible, but for shelters, maybe yes, they, exactly. they, they live at night and they leave all the 100 dogs there and they don't know what's happening to them. Exactly. Because I went to do like a voluntarism, I don't know how it's called, uh, some a month ago uh -huh. and they told us that the main problem was yes we are leaving at night and uh -huh. we don't know what's happening here and maybe we come back and one dog died and we oh, don't have data that. of it yes exactly so we have our own the rescue center for cat and dog really in Yongjong Island where the international airport is located that is just opened and we put our device into cat and dog who kept in that rescue center and we also provided this device to new adapter mm. mm -hmm. to 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 i mean chase the whole the details of the uh, has changing yes actually what we are that's what we are doing mm. yeah and which we is just the, started but yeah and which is the most unrecognizable and dangerous illness that cadmos can prevent not not prevent but yeah detect detect uh there is psychological part and uh, the physical part. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In case of the psychological part, uh, stereotypical behavior, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. doing same behavior continuously, mm -hmm. and depression is what you are mainly focusing. And in case of the physical problem, uh, we have mainly around two or three focus, basically the joint disease usually degenerative joint disease, the old animals have some, some problem due to the, the mm. joint, and the old joint, yes, actually, and it provokes huge pain, as I mean, same as in, in human being. And secondly, we are focusing on the urinary tract blockage, especially in case of a cat, that is a huge problem. Mm. Mm -hmm. And someone like that, the, the Main, the common characteristics of these three or four or five diseases we are focusing currently, they usually can easily detected by behavior change. Uh, well, Our focus is not detecting the, the whole list of yeah, the yeah. animal disease, but we try to, to show how they are suffering and how they think mm. to owners and the veterinary doctors. That is our main objective at this moment. Yeah. And just to let the owner know more sophisticated, I mean, with more detailed information, know about how their beloved animal is feeling and thinking. And that will be the, the ultimate goal of our company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, nowadays, you're focusing on cats, right? Cat, and we are entering into dog market also. Mm -hmm. We started why, from cat. Mm -hmm. Why did you decide to start from cats? And what's the difference, maybe, in time of uh, accuracy? Is it different between cats and dogs? Mm, okay. In case of accuracy, actually, dog is easier. Dog is easier? Much easier. Mm -hmm. uh, because they are bigger in size and bigger in behavior, bigger in movement. Everything is bigger. And yes, they can be even... Exaggerate, no? Yeah. <laughs> they can be even trained. So when we take some yeah. data for the uh, training our I mean, AI engine, uh, dog is much easier. Much, much easier. 
In case of a cat, much difficulty because they usually hide the symptoms. They're small. They move silently, quietly, and they cannot be trained. <laughs> exactly opposite I mean, yes. side of the dog. So the cat was much easier. So at the beginning, we had dog data. But we decided to enter into can market first because if we have cat data and if we have some high technology in cat behavior, no one can copy us easily. Mm -hmm. That was the first reason. And secondly, in case of a Korean market, cat population is around 30% of dog population, but skyrocketing. And usually cat owners, they are ladies and young and, and open minds to, to IT, AI, new gig stops. And usually one owner, one household keep two, three, four, five, six, multiple number of cats. So we can focus easily on the market. I mean, we are saving, we can save the marketing uh, revenue, but we can have some better, I mean, efficient from market. So that was the reason we entered into can market. At the same time, veteran doctors who work together with us for us to four years, they insisted us the cat is more urgent regarding such a, I mean, technology because cat hide the symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. That was the reason. Mm -hmm. And do you think this technology could be used in the future? You know, I, I see that right now that there are many companies that are training dogs to behave properly. Mm -hmm. Do you think this type of technology could be used in that direction to train to behave properly a dog or a cat? Uh, there might be some possibility, but I'm not going to say that. Yes, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that because usually it's. Uh, as I told you at the beginning of this session, this podcast, I told you that I'm the behavior medicine expert, someone like that. Uh, my major is behavior medicine. Mm -hmm. And usually the problem of such a behavior in dog and cat is not a problem of themselves, but the problem of the owners. Absolutely. The dog training session and cat training session is not for training cat and dog, uh -huh. but for making the human being owner as a proper person. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, sure. This kind of technology can be helpful to 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 figure out what kind of some disease or psychological problem they basically have. But actually, most of the dog and cats who who enter into such a training school, they don't have much problem. <laughs> the human being has more problem. <laughs> so yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Difficult. And maybe talking more about regulations and certificates, mm -hmm. uh, is it difficult to launch this? Uh, no, at all. And it depends. No. <laughs> no country has any regulation about our product. That's because that's the reason we are not entering to diagnosis. Yeah. If we are entering to diagnosis, yeah, that might be okay. But for entering into EU market, South American market, Japanese market, Vietnamese market, Chinese market, we need a whole certification. Hmm. And for whole certification, need huge amount of money. Yeah. Still, one, what we're going to make, uh, we're going to sell this one to insurance company and normal pet owner, not mm -hmm. to veteran doctors. Yeah. Usually veteran doctor, doctors don't buy this kind of one. Yeah. So what's the benefit of entering into such a long queue of certification? Mm. We want to stay outside of that door. Uh -huh. 
Yeah, yeah. that's a clever, a clever <laughs> decision. And do you have any patents already in process or already you got some patents? Ah, patent. We yeah, so patent, far, sorry. yeah. In case of patent, we in case I mean domestic patent, we have six patent. Mm -hmm. And six was already submitted on the reviewing process. And what do they cover? The design of the device, the technology behind in it? In case or? of design, that's really nothing. Yeah, sure. Our design is also related to the animal behavior and human behavior also. But that is not a key point of our patent umbrella. Our key point of patent umbrella is detecting the behavior and analyzing the meaning of behavior, such a thing. Mm -hmm. And the whole ecosystem. At this moment, we are only building the small device, the necklace attached to the small wearable device, but we try to build another, for example, water feeder and the bed, something like that. For example, so far, no one can check the cat uh, electrocardiogram, mm -hmm. yeah. mm. ECG, without anesthesia. Because they don't, they, yeah. <laughs> they, they move so If much. you hold it tightly, it's impossible. they just yeah, they, they they can't endure such a thing. Yeah, that's true. But we have some patents already registered, can check cat and dog, both of them, electrocardiogram. Wow. Based on their behavior. Not behavior, the, the actual behavior, but let them stay over the one path and etc. I'm not going to say the, all the, uh, talk about all the details, but based on our patent, we can check ECG without anesthesia in usual life base. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's possible. So we have some 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 big ecosystem of such a device and the way of checking the health in user life and also the way of analyzing all the details. Yeah, that's our main part of patent. Mm. So interesting. And talking a little bit more about the Korean pet market, uh, nowadays I think it's around $3 billion, right? Yeah, people say that, but I'm not sure actually whether that is true. But anyway, yeah. Do you think, people it's, higher? Say that. Do you think it's higher or lower? I believe that's much, not much, but a bit smaller than that one. And even though we say that that big, that much big size in the Korean domestic market, but 90, not 90, in case, of the, usually our market, the pan market is divided into three sectors. In your case also, in American case also, so around 30 something percent is treatment, the veterinary treatment. Mm -hmm. Around 30 percent is food. Other 30 percent is etc. Yeah. But in case of etc., uh, service quite is small, and many small devices, small toys, lashy or or clothes, such a thing. The production of such a product, ninety percent depend on Chinese production. Mm, I see. In our case, also Vietnamese and Thai and Cambodia, and there is nothing we can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in case of the food, usually the big global guys like uh, the Mars, the Royal Canin, for example, they, they just monopoly, monopolize the Korean market. So there's no big part where the, the usual startup can enter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in our case, we are entering into the veterinary treatment market, since veterinary treatment market is usually done by the financial. Yeah. That is money, yeah? The money transaction and risk management, someone like that. So we are entering into this one, basically. Uh -huh. so we do have to manipulate it, but in the treatment market based on insurance. There is around 30% of the total. Yes, market. exactly. 
So, and after that, we try to combine this one with the food and also the toy, someone like that. Uh -huh. uh, someone like uh, the pre uh, subscription model. Mm -hmm. So someone who pay certain amount of money can can lower the risk of any health event. And also we provide the proper food that do not provoke any problem to cat and dog. And also proper toy that your cat and dog is crazy for. Mm -hmm. How is possible? Because we can check the preference system of cat and dog. For example, when you provided one small, whatever, yeah, toy to cat and dog, maybe they usually play with that around one hour. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, one week, two weeks, three weeks maximum. But after that, yeah. throw it away and never play with that. Mm -hmm. But people don't know it. And just believe that we bought one toy for him and that is enough. But you can say that, no, that is not enough. He's not playing anymore. And he's even depressed. Why don't you buy similar item, but it's a little bit different. We can recommend him. The owner and the other one after he he changed one from a brand of the food to b brand of food but now he has some problem itching mm. mm -hmm. or he has some problem in digestive tract so he cannot sleep properly he poop frequently you can say that maybe that food is not proper to your dog why don't you change it to another one that similar dog usually used this brand and this brand didn't probably provoked any problem. Maybe to this breed at this age with the dog who has this kind of behavior problem, I believe that this food is best option for you. This kind of some recommendation and curation is possible based on cat and dog's behavior, behavior-based mind. Okay. Yeah, that's what we are uh, planning to. <laughs> maybe in three years <laughs> <laughs> yeah entering now in the business model itself for me what really fascinates me is this uh, approach with the insurance that you have i think there is a lot of things that you can play with in this sense but let's go little by little so yeah. this year and maybe next year you are only going to be selling individual things like the the catmos nice. itself to individuals right or do you want to start selling it to insurance from now Yes, we maybe talk, uh, need to talk about and divide into the Korean domestic market and also global market. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. In case of Korean uh, domestic market, we are not selling this device individually. Okay. Already. We... The production is in the... Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. The reason why we are selling this device is because we are a small startup. The only the number of devices we can produce for each time is around 2,000 or 3,000. Uh huh, and there is some some minimum price. I mean, minimum cost for production of such a thing, and we cannot ask a huge amount of money for the sales of this product. So how we are entering into market? We are entering into market with pet insurance together already. Mm -hmm. So we have I mean certification from the Samsung, you know Samsung, yeah, Samsung LG, yeah, Samsung Fire Insurance, and also Merit Fire Insurance. So we bring the pet insurance of these two huge guys and we set it combined with our device. So through such a way, we can make more money than sole only sales of product because they provide us more money for the sales of one uh, insurance. And we also can get the key point, data. The data of... That's what you need. Yes, yes. We need behavior data also. And also we need diagnosis data. Uh -huh. So when there's this kind of behavior changing, how he diagnoses, this data is really diamond in this field. We can get this one 
without any effort. We just need to sell the insurance and then insurance company provide us. Mm -hmm. This is what we are doing in Korean market. <clears throat> After that, we try to we don't want to open our own insurance company in Korea because regulation is too tough. Okay. Uh huh. So there was some 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 trial, but all whole. I mean, all, every try failed in Korean market. Only the big guys can open their own insurance. But what we're gonna do is that we're gonna ask to the big insurance to make order made pet insurance based on behavior based system approach. So we can say the user based insurance or behavior based insurance. It means that usually pet insurance. Buyer, they they claim a lot. In case of person who didn't receive any money, his animal was too healthy, and didn't receive any reimbursement from insurer, what he gonna do? He gonna cut the insurance. Yeah, yeah. He will resign. I mean, he he will simply not gonna pay anymore because his animal is too healthy. Mm -hmm. But in case of unhealthy animal owner, yeah, they stay in. Insurance. What happened? The insurer will bankrupt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so in our case, we provided this device to pet insurance buyer and make them, yeah, think in this way. Wow, this insurer do at least something for the health of my animal. My animal maybe not sick. I'm not paying that much. Yeah, I, I'm paying the insurance premium. Still, it make hmm. value. It makes sense. Uh -huh. So let them stay in insurance for longer time is one goal. Secondly, based on our system, make him visit veterinary clinic frequently. And let whole the treatment and diagnosis procedure be more efficient. So loss ratio can be lowered. So this is what we are doing in Korean market. In case of the foreign market, Spain also, and America also, we will we would try to I mean sell our system somewhere like SaaS service as mm -hmm. I mean software as a service. Yeah, this is what this is our business model basically. So in case of Korea and global market, it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to I, I was reading that the the insured pet proportion in Korea is only 1%. Yes. And compared to, for example, Sweden, it's around 60%. Yes. Why do you think this is happening? Because we eat dog. Oh, <laughs> okay. That is quite simple. Nobody... That's so shocking for us. Yeah. <laughs> That's so Nobody much. pay insurance premium to animal we eat. Vietnam also eat dog. When I was in Vietnam, I saw so many the feet cut teeth and oh my God. accumulated in this way and they will hold the yellow dogs the, the usual dog we can see in the street and that is true we eat dog and china korea and vietnam maybe laos and cambodia also eat the whole east asian country we treated and still treating dog as a meat yeah that's very true we don't eat, 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 eat. A lot, huge amount. Wow. No, <laughs> not that much. In case of Korea, that is declining rapidly. But still, all the people eat. And cats as well? Cats as well? Cat is rubbish in Korean society. Cat was rubbish. We treated cat as someone like nothing. Okay. The, the time, actually, cat became 
animal receive interest, the private interest, some some love, someone like this in less than 10 years. Mm. Mm. So do you think this is changing at least little by little? It's changing. Changing rapidly. 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 So the Absolutely. reason, yeah, the reason why the Korean people don't buy the pet insurance, first, our, the, how can I say this, the social uh, perception over the animal, especially pet, as a family member, is still quite shallow and weak. Mm. That is the first reason. The second reason, the insurer, the <clears throat> insurance company, insurer, do not have capability to produce good insurance product. Uh -huh. Because they don't have data. They cannot make any quotation system. The quotation matrix is really simple. Three by three. Mm -hmm. Really simple. The three group of breed in case of dog and AG and the, the what's that? The level of coverage. The range of coverage. That is three by three by three. Mm -hmm. That is all. But in case of a true panion or bought by many, one of the biggest a uh, pet insurance company located in the United States and in England, they have around 2 million quotation tables. So, Korean pet insurance provider, they, they, they don't know how much they're going to pay. So, they don't know how much they collect as a premium from insurance buyer. So, what they can do is just someone like nothing. And no one want to buy that one. The insurance, as you know that, insurance is supposed to be sliced as detailed as, as thin as possible yep. and each group of premium they supposed to share similar payment of the premium at the same time similar the benefit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the korean insurance company they don't know this insurance buyer gonna have how much risk they cannot calculate it so what they're gonna make they're gonna just make it for for mm -hmm. nobody yeah. And nobody buy it. Uh, insurance, the, the, the pet owner with lower risk think this insurance is too high, too, mm -hmm. too costly. Yes. In case of the, the high risk bearer, they just want to buy that one. Wow, because this is so cheap. What happened? Yeah. Only the reverse of, I mean, choice stay over there. I mean, the person who has high risk will buy that one. Mm -hmm. And finally, Insurer will bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. mm. At the end, it's like a pricing pricing problem, no? Depending, yes, they don't know exactly. how to calculate the risk, so they don't know how to put the prices. Yes, exactly. And do you think the data you are going to be collecting during these years will be valuable for this sense? Yes, exactly. What you are doing is something more than that one. And do you think that's also maybe a, a, a possible business line that you will be selling this data to? Exactly. Insurance? Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. We can sell our device solution. We can sell our data to pet insurance. Mm -hmm. Okay, and one of the last questions, you want to go global. Well, nowadays you could consider that you are global because you are in the US and you are here, mm -hmm. no? But do you have any expansion plan for the future? Okay, next year, the January, end of January, you're gonna have a Kickstarter. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Because you did one crowdfunding before, right? In one of the Korean- Yes, what is it? Yeah, so we did two time in what is funding. Uh -huh. With our MVP, that was kind of some some really small device. I mean, really primitive device, but the result was quite successful. But you sold here in Korea? Yes, only in Korea. Uh -huh. uh, but was equity-based crowdfunding or a reward-based crowdfunding? 
Where uh, you... domestic based, yeah, only domestic. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, that time we did two time with Wadi's platform. That is Korean domestic, hmm. uh, the Kickstarter's Korean version, hmm. and that was quite successful. We sold around two thousand uh, piece, and the total money was around uh, one at one hundred thousand. Thousand US dollars, somewhere mm. uh, thousand US dollars at the time, mm. and the uh, reaction, the review was full score five point zero. The review was number was around five hundred something. They all loved our device. Yeah, and now we are entering into the Kickstarter platform, the global market with our second version, and we believe that the result will be more successful. And with that result, we try to dist I mean distribute uh, distribute our device into global platform like Amazon uh -huh. Uh -huh. or any European big yeah, in Amazon chain. Yeah, huh? it will succeed mm -hmm. for sure. and I want to buy it I, ah. I want to do that I want, to buy it. <laughs> I want it now <laughs> we're, we're going to have so... the, the second session again next time with <laughs> yes. some video I yes. will show the, how exactly. does it work and besides this one I mean we cannot make as you told you we cannot make a big money by selling this one but we try to make some proof of concept with any global pet insurance provider and we try to sell our device to them. Mm -hmm. But also, I don't know, maybe uh, I don't know too much. Actually, I don't know too yeah, much yeah, about tell me pricing that. strategies, mm -hmm. but I saw that you sell it for 100 US dollars, right? Something like that, yeah. I think you could hire it. Like, I think the value, like me as a pet, <laughs> as a pet <laughs> owner, I would pay much more for, for that. I really would pay much more. Of course, we have to take into consideration some competition mm -hmm. and market, blah, blah, blah. But if I was alone in the market, mm -hmm. I would put in much more. I mean, of course. Okay, let me see. You want it, what can... you want it to be also more accessible for I, I will hire you as our European delegate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you can you can make your own pricing in European market. But we are, we are still initiant. I mean, we are still, I mean, yeah, small startup. And we don't know exactly how how we can we can yeah uh, conquer the global market. So step by step, step, step by step, mm -hmm. and still our device and our technology is not that much advanced comparing mm -hmm. to what is done in our lab. Yeah. In laboratory, we are doing really really cool thing, but the product we are making compared to our current technology seems like yeah we still need more advanced. Mm -hmm. So we don't ask that much big price, high price. But in case of the third version, the version three will be ready end of next year and that will be a bit more expensive and yeah. that will really provide some some authentic and and actual digital healthcare service to your beloved animals mm -hmm. yeah. at the time and i also i understand that now your priority is getting as much as much data as possible yes exactly. so you also want to make it accessible yes exactly the the proper i mean the ultimate goal of our company is data company mm -hmm. the device is really the kind of some 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 tool for gathering data the device is actually I, I say that device is nothing, but data is real. Yeah. And if the day I mean the device is spread as much as possible, the price and the the the, the value of our company will be much higher. And it's just one two more questions. Yeah, yeah, sure. One is uh, have you participated in any acceleration program here so far? Or something like that? Uh, pardon? Oh, yeah. Acceleration yeah. program, like yes, Spark Labs or something. Yeah, have so you, many things, yeah. Have you joined any of them? Yeah, so many. 
we joined the tan something uh, acceleration program. Really? Really? Do you know the Timothy Cook Draper, Tim Draper, the kind of some legendary uh, American startup investor who invests two times in the startup of the who is that? The Tesla owner, Tesla founder, uh, Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Yeah. Oh, no, so no. we even join. He's kind of some really big guy in in, in uh-huh. uh, American startup. Uh-huh. Ecosystem. We even participated in his own uh, exploration program wow. named uh, Draper University of Heroes. Oh, yeah. And in Korea, yeah, we we worked together of all the big conglomerates, Jebel, like LG, mm-hmm. SK, and uh, Postco, hmm. Yaha, and uh, Shinsegae SSG. Uh, in case of SSG, not yet. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So except Samsung, all of us. <laughs> So, yeah. Except Samsung, all of us. So did you also raise funding or was crowdfunding your main source of financing? Okay, so far we we raised, we received around, we finished the seed round Okay. Uh-huh, at the beginning of this year. And I, I, I can't calculate the exact amount, um, exact the, 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 uh, yeah, the, the money in, in US dollars. But anyway, we finished our funding at the beginning of this year, and we enter we entered into the second round, the pre seed round, a pre A round. But the market is quite tough. Mm-hmm. The the Korean market is really really tough, and, and as a company who is not uh, making that much sales mm-hmm. yet, it's not easy to get some some fund yet. Yeah, so we are still struggling get some more money, I mean, more fund. And hopefully after we show the performance from the Kickstarter and the global market, we believe that we can get some, some sufficient money for, for jumping to next level. Yeah, absolutely. And which is your main source of learning? And do you have any book recommendation, podcast recommendation, film, whatever? that you feel that our audience being like international that wants to come here to Korea to do entrepreneurship should read or should listen uh, So you mean that what kind of book is recommended is by you, uh, yes. One. For One. foreign listeners, but f- in, in which field? Since there's so many fields I'm in, interested in. In your field, let's talk about maybe AI and ethology. Ethology. Oh, so I, I don't say that. Any book I recommend, yeah. yeah. Any good book that might be much easier. I'd like to recommend the book of chimpanzee politics. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about that? No, never. Yes, I forgot the name of the writer. Can you do a really s- simple summary of it? Okay. But not a spoiler. Okay. <laughs> chimpanzee politics is talking about the political society of chimpanzee. Mm-hmm. Chimpanzee, yeah. the animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, this book is the result of 30-something years of observation of chimpanzees' behavior and their society structure. Okay. We say that, yeah, chimpanzee is funny, the wild animal. Yeah, and that's all. No. Chimpanzee is reflection in the mirror of a human being. Oh, wow, that's super mm-hmm. interesting. We share 90, 90%. Maybe we share, I believe, that 100%. They are also, we are them. Mm-hmm. And this book shows uh, how society of chimpanzee has political relationship. Oh. How the member of chimpanzee society consists of around 30-something, 50-something, politically working, functioning. Mm-hmm. So this book 
is not only talking about chimpanzee, but it's talking about human being. We believe that we are the best of the animal world. We are the best of the globe. We are the best of the universe, etc. But it's not true. All the animals, even the earthworm, has mind. Mm -hmm. Even the even the the what's that? For example, escargot. Mm -hmm. They have a mind. They have a love. They have their own science. They have their own mind. They have their own intelligence. As an animal behaviorist, and also as an entrepreneur, I just ask you to read about the chimpanzee politics. This book will make your eyes open to the world of animal. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you so much, Jim, for this so incredible podcast. Mm. I really loved it. And I'm sure that it will be really useful for all our audience. So we hope we can do a second round in the future. Uh, sure, with why not? Korea. Yeah. Mm. With yeah. some videos. Yes, yeah. with yeah. some videos. That is much better. Yeah, we have to buy the camera. <clears throat> We're going to I have my own. I have okay. the system of the whole, uh, I mean, yes, camera mm -hmm. and even the, the, what's that? The lighting the system. Lighting, okay. But in Yongjong. Uh -huh. And I have my own place for the, the abandoned animals. So we can have I would some, love to go, yes. Yeah, sure. Why not. We can have some, some barbecue over there after that. Yeah, sure. We can take nice some, 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 <laughs> some beers. And I even have some hamong over there. <laughs> <laughs> not the bayota, but anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Lily, Lily, I'd like to ask you. Uh, this, is, this is my my sincere proposal. And after I finish my CES, mm -hmm. In Las Vegas, I will be back here around the, the middle of January. So when you are free, let's, uh -huh, let's arrange some 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 new gathering and make some podcast. Not podcast for YouTube, mm -hmm. but even mm -hmm. some small party over there. Yeah, I will ask some Brazilian friend. <laughs> Perfect. Uh -huh. Okay, so we we'll can have some Brazilian samba over there, or so some do something some big. Caipirinha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. great. I love this session. I loved you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Bye bye. Yeah, have a nice day. Bye. <laughs> if you want to keep updated on the Korea startup ecosystem, don't forget to follow us. And if you're an entrepreneur who has something to share with the community, please send us a message to contact at koreastartupguide.com. We will be more than happy to talk to you. See you next week.